you can't fix. If you can't fix what's broken, you'll, uh, you'll go and stay. It's Jay and Adam. It's Preview. It's Preview's Fix It with Adam and Jay. Hey, Peaches, welcome to Fix It with Adam and Jay. We're friends, don't let friends. Fix it alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're our listener. Hi, listeners. And or watcher. Oh, yes. We're doing two versions of this at the same time. Oh, the synergy. (laughs) Can you feel it? We're in the big leagues, baby. You know, that's one thing making content I've loved is is that synergy tingle. (laughs) (laughs) Jay, is your synergy tingle happening again? Oh, oh, yeah, baby. Oh yeah, we're high tide rises all boats. We're, we're, we just added a cooking show to our repertoire. Where we can do anything. We do. we're invincible. <laughs> we're invincible. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we're gonna let's start a podcast. All right, we'll start a podcast. <laughs> hey, Travis William likes us. D and D. D it is. <laughs> Kimberly and Amanda <laughs> both want to start a cooking show simultaneously. Oh well. Well, put them to, slap them together. <laughs> let's make a show. Sure, why not? <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't have never listened to our show before or don't know who we are, we are Adam and Jay, both the left guy and right guy of the amazingly popular YouTube channel Previewed. We're getting there. Uh, we're, we're getting there, baby. Uh, and we take uh, things from pop culture that we don't necessarily uh, think completely hit the mark. I mean, it was probably good. Yeah. But. But. Could be better. Could be better. And we fix it. Uh, today we're going to be uh, fixing uh, the... You know, it's funny. I, w- I was about to say much, uh, like, much blind, but I think this movie actually, like... No, this one, uh, people like this one. People like this one. one. Yes. Uh, the, uh, the 2000s classic, the original X-Men. The original X-Men movie. The original X-Men movie. The first one that proved it was possible to make X-Men movies. Yeah. And, and I know... after that... They made X-Men films after that. They sure to did. varying degrees of quality. They sure did. Um, <laughs> I know this goes without saying, but for those of you at home who are wondering, oh, do these guys know? These are our opinions. And uh, these are uh, what I like to call pie-in-the-sky corrections. Because a lot of the things I'm sure we're going to bring up wouldn't be possible in the time frame that it was done. Nope, uh, and we're going to talk about that, wouldn't too. Wouldn't be possible on the size of its budget. Nope. But we don't care. No, we don't. <laughs> because we in the future. We're in the future, and baby. Stuff, I, the stuff on Corridor is amazing, and they're pulling stuff off with, like, no budget. So, like, <laughs> come on now, Disney. Come on. You can make X-Men awesome. So. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they can. I think they can. Oh, they will. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope we don't just we didn't get bonered for nothing. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I'm still mad about it. I until it is corrected, I continue to stay mad. <laughs> but uh, Adam, before we fix it today, uh, how are you doing? I'm very nervous, Jay. Nervous about what? Uh, it's May. By the way, this is a banked episode. If you guys don't aren't aware of this, this is the second time we're recording an episode. This is a banked episode for some time in the future when. Ooh. Something came up, and we couldn't record that week. Or maybe it's a holiday. I don't know when you guys are listening to this or watching this, but right now, currently, it is May 3rd, 2022. Oh, yeah. So the Midsommar Armageddon is, frankly, is four weeks away. Yes. And I'm getting kind of scared. Okay. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. And we are working our butt off working on the podcast and working on the D&D show. Oh, but yeah. by the way, you probably may know what it is, Zarda. It's called bonus action. You may have watched an episode or two. Maybe. Or maybe you're about to. Or maybe you're like, hey, guys, maybe it completely fell apart. Quite possibly. It's like, <laughs> oh, those poor guys are talking about a thing that's about to blow up in their <laughs> oh, faces and no never come idea. to fruition. They have no idea. They have, they have no idea. Juice? It's the thing that breaks apart preview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's... We're trying to get as much done as possible before, like, we go into basically lockdown yeah. for at least six weeks. Uh-huh. And it's just like, oh boy, I, okay. Like, it's, yeah. some things are still in the air. We're still kind of getting all our ducks in a row to be able to, you know, we're battening down the hatches. We're getting all our supplies, but we haven't gotten all of them yet. Yeah. So until such time as, like, we're ready to go in the bunker, I'm still a little like, 
You know, it's funny. I'm actually on the other side of the coin on that, I think. Really? Which you wouldn't think. This I is not, not normally think. the take. Nope. Um, but, no, I'm... I'm ex- <laughs> Preview at merchandise.com. Uh, check it out. Adam's weird face mug. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, but uh, I'm excited about it. Mostly because it's just... I feel like, from a content perspective, we are at our best when we have too much on our plate. Oh, yeah. We're going to be punching inside of a hurricane for about yeah, two months. Yeah, we're going to be punching inside of a hurricane. and But I think that's when, that's when we kind of hit our stride, I think. That's when our videos are the funniest. That's when they're the most fun. Well, we get we get really tired. We get weird. And get, we get yeah. so weird. And it's great. And it's also... It's that we get weird, but there's also that level of we have two other videos to make today. There's not as much pressure on us to make sure it's a good one. Because specifically, like now, we've really only had Moon Knight, yeah. which has been great. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Those episodes have done well. Yeah, it's a, it's a great show. But there is that little amount of pressure when we're like, well... This is our episode this week. Yep. Like we've, we're doing other things here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, we're streaming mm-hmm. a lot. We're mm-hmm. we're out there. Mm-hmm. But from a YouTube perspective, I hope we're good. Oh, because and then when we get to Midsummer Mageddon, it's like ah, there's another episode tomorrow. Like whatever. Just gotta crank them out. Just keep... here comes the Stranger Things. Yep. Here come those crazy kids again and their psychic powers. Cranking up the big balls. Cranking up the big balls. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I also, I mean, I'm also going to enjoy when we are inundated because I just like, you know, cranking out episodes. I like it when we have a lot of stuff going on because yep. bits start sliding into different, like, you know, if we had like a, we don't Cobra have the momentum, bits, we don't have the momentum right. to have running gags right now. We, exactly. But like bits will, will cross over between different uh-huh. shows. Things will bleed over. Uh, it, but also just that, that momentum. We'll just, you know, from video to video, like, okay, here this, you know, then we got three boys in a row, and uh-huh. then Obi-Wan, and then Miss Marvel starts that next week, and then the boys again, and then Obi-Wan, and then the Stranger, and then, like, uh, Umbrella Academy, like, it's, the hits are just gonna keep coming yeah. for two months straight, and it's just gonna be video after video after video, and that momentum is going to, it's going to be a hell of a ride. Yeah. Because on top of all that... We're going to be having a new editor help us mm-hmm. during it because there's no way I'm going to be able to survive doing it by myself. But I think that's also going to make it a little bit... It's going to definitely, like... I, I think I'm hopeful that it's going to be a little bit easier than we think. Oh, I, I hope so, too. But it's it's nice when it's kind of like a, a rally around the flag moment of, like, we're all in this together. Absolutely. We got, oh, everyone works together to do it because then we're probably going to uh-huh. be recording some of these when we have a, a, an opportunity here and there. Those, you know, after those first few weeks of, you know, when you get inundated with the, uh, the big, the bulk releases, when we're down to a weekly schedule for, you know, in the back half of uh, June, it was like, great, we have a, just a couple of weeks of breathing room. Yeah. Okay. More podcasts. Here we go. Um, but also probably do a, a little D and D here and there. Like it's going to really feel like we are really in the trenches doing it. And it's yeah. going to feel great. And you know, everyone, I mean, especially when the community has got, I mean, the community is fantastic and everyone's making their own stuff right now. And it's like, it's a lot yeah. of fun, but like when we have all of these shows to talk about and all the memes that are popping up and all the silly jokes that just pop out of our faces. Like it's just, the whole thing is going to be popping. It's going to be like a, basically a party all summer. Yeah. I hope. I hope. What do you think is going to be the most, what, what show do you think is going to get the most views? The most view, Obi-Wan. Yeah. Okay. That's now what, what show I, do I think deserves more views than it'll probably get? The boys. Oh, the boys. Well, here's the thing about the boys. We, I feel like we both, re, I, I mean, I remember texting you because like, mm-hmm. hey, you need to watch The Boys. And you're like, oh, is it good? Like, uh, how far are you in? And I was like, I finished it. <laughs> I, yeah, I inhaled it. Uh, in one day, I watched The Boys season one in one day. Um, but uh, that, sh- that show is really good, but it is, it is a little gritty. It's a little bridge too far for some folks. A little gritty? Yeah, I mean, I get, I understand, like, I think it's a really great show, but, like, from a reaction perspective, like, it's good to see, like, the big, like, oh, what, ah! but at a certain point, also, it's like, I understand when people are like, that show is entirely too much, and yeah. I was like, I get it, no. Well, and this season's gonna be, uh, 
Herogasm's in it. That storyline's part of it this season. So, like, mm-hmm. it's going to be... If you guys haven't read the the boys' books, it's way different than the show, by the way. It's definitely a different flavor. Yeah. Um, but it, it go, that book does not I pull actually, any punches. It's yeah. going to be... But I think the show is more fun than the book I ever It was. is more fun. It is more fun. Because I remember reading the first, like, the first, gra- like, the first, like, collected, like, run. Mm-hmm. That's all I've read. But at a certain point, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Uh, cool. We're all monsters. Fun. Oh, this is all real sad yeah. and great. Okay. Like, is this supposed to be funny? Because this doesn't feel very funny to me at all. This is kind of tragic. I think we we both also both know what the sleeper hit of that of that whole run is going to be. She-Hulk. Oh, I I still can't wait for She-Hulk. But we still after Miss Marvel, we still have What If and She-Hulk coming out this year at yeah. some point. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. So I'm good, but you know, I'm just a little nervous. How are you doing? Allergies, man. <laughs> There's so much pollen on the air. I'm dying. I'm dying. It's never usually this bad, but I was just like, I couldn't, like, on the day at Kitchen at Best Friends, like, mm-hmm. I was just, like, retiring to the bathroom below my nose, like, every 10 minutes. It was just like, I'm just making mucus. I'm just, uh, I'm just so full of pollen. And, like, my uh, my eyes were watering, like, the whole time I couldn't see straight. It was terrible. <laughs> but, but that's the thing about allergies is that, like, I feel fine. If anything, like, it's just, it's making me mad because it's getting in the way uh, of mm-hmm. of trying. I was like, I have the energy and the wherewithal to be a normal human being right now, but I can't, but, like, this is not letting me be a normal human being. It's really frustrating. I think I'm just getting old, man. I'm getting, I'm getting old. It's possible. Ugh. I mean, you are in your 50s. Yeah. Early to late. Early to late 50s. Depend on who, depending on who, where you read. Depending on who you ask, yeah. Yeah. And Adam's immortal. So I'm fine. Usually like I, I've had allergies in the past. Um, in it's, you know, stop putting my contacts in, you know, blowing my nose, but like, I don't know, maybe it's just the staying inside for the couple past couple I've years. Never, maybe I, it's gotta masking. be what it is. Cause I mean, I've never been, it's never been bad. I'm just, I'm just great. All right. I am an indoor person. Apparently I should just, apparently, apparently Dude, I should you, are just you about to tell me that it's a inside. surprise to you? No, not in the least, okay. but just like, uh, but, but growing up, I still, like, went out and did things, right? Yeah. And now, like, the past couple of years, I truly have just, like, well, I'm not going out until I, until I actually have to. Yeah. And, like, I have never been better. So, apparently. You, you do good in prison, is what you're saying. I'd also do good on a, on a space mission to Mars. If you just need somebody, like, if you need a morale officer, this guy. Are you sure about that? Yeah, possibly. R- routine in a small cramped place. I think you're, uh, I don't think you're morale officer. You're operations. Officer. Oh, I'm just making sure everyone's doing their job. Yeah, you're the double O. Okay, you're the double O that's like checks out. I mean, I'm morale officer. That's true. I'm making sure everyone's okay. You, but you are you are facilitating people being okay by maintaining the routine. Yes, because I can't do the math involved to do space. No. no, no, and you shouldn't have to. It's too much math. I don't think you need that much math when you're up there. <laughs> What? Okay, 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 okay. I don't think you need that much net math to be an astronaut. Follow me. You're already up there. I think the majority of the math is getting you up there. But, dude, if you're off by, like, a percentage point or a decimal place, like, your trajectory is... You're gone. You're... But need I remind well, you how well, much how much computer is in that space, space shuttle? You know what I mean? Sure. They're doing all that math for you. I mean, they did go to the moon with a with a uh, with a phone less powerful than the stuff we have now. That's what I'm saying. So I'm just, like, I feel like they just send a pilot up there. It's like it's like flying any other kind of ship. I don't think you need to. Okay, I think you need to be intelligent. Don't get me wrong. Sure, sure, sure. But I don't think you need to be a math savant to make it. Work. Uh, I don't know. Starfleet is full of people who really are really good at equations. And I think no, but if we learned anything from most, po- like the pilot, you just need like bravado. <laughs> you, you know, you just need, just you need get somebody who has the feeling. Yeah. You, you just, need just... gumption. You need, you need that, yeah. you know, like you need the, like that can do spirit. <laughs> like that's what you need. Like, I don't think Buzz Lightyear knew, uh, you know, once we see his movie, maybe he's a man petition. I don't know. They're putting a lot of backstory on a freaking toy, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, ne- coming next year, it's like we're just gonna have like the it's gonna be about the man who painted the portrait of Dorian Gray, and it's like well he, oh he technically painted the portrait so he inspired the story but his story was even more interesting than the story of Dorian Gray. What's happening right now 
in popular culture with that. Hey everybody, producer Brian here. Just wanted to say that the portrait of Dorian Gray was painted by the character Basil Howard, and quite frankly, I think it could be super interesting to see what happened to him before that book. Just saying. Well, we can't come up with anything new, so we need to mine what's already there, and a lot of origins for things are unknown. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. All right. Shall we talk about Expo? So you're good? I'm good. That's good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, I'm full of mucus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A little ASMR. I'll throw some chatters in the chat for the mucus. I hate me too. I'm sorry. Ew. Yeah, I don't like. I don't. Uh, like you that. say that, and I can think about those Musenel commercials of like the like the. Okay, I'm home. Yeah, T.J. Miller, I'm here to. <laughs> I'm a giant talking burger. To, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big evil booger, and the medicine's like, get out of here, booger. <laughs> to be fair, those are pretty satisfying commercials. It is. Whoa. It is fun getting a booger out of there. Have you ever done like a neti pot? Have you ever like squeezed out your sinuses? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's... Mm -hmm. When, like, you've had, like, a sinus infection and you finally, like, get that one out and you're just like, oh, I'm a new man. Oh, man. Oh, I, I can go take on the world. Well, the fact that, A... I've got enough gumption to fly yeah, a spaceship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> I got a little pep in my step. Let's go be astronauts. Yeah. Let's go! Wee! So, yeah. I think, I, I think we're good. I think we're good. We're good. We're good. Um, all right. Let's, let's fix X-Men. Hey Peaches, do you love bread? Do you love tomatoes mushed into a sauce? Do you love cheese? Well, have I got something for you. It's called pizza. Pizza is an Italian delicacy made from bread, cheese, and tomato sauce. But the great thing is, you can put anything else you want on top, like pepperoni, like mushrooms, olives, sausage, and some people even like anchovies. Perhaps you'll throw on some ham and some pineapple. That's called a Hawaiian pizza. But don't just take my word for it. My dog Ted loves pizza too. <laughs> Man, you're really going to love pizza because when you don't finish the whole pizza pie, you can reheat it or, hear me out, eat it cold. Pizza. Get it wherever they're selling pizza. Fix it. You know, we could do research about the information about this movie or ah, we could. We could just toss it to Brian. Brian. Brian! Roll that beautiful bean movie trivia. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Today we are trying to fix 2000's X-Men. Directed by <clears throat> Brian Singer. <clears throat> written by David Hayter. Starring Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, Halle Berry, Hugh Jackman, Famke Jansen, James Marsden, Rebecca Romaine Stamos at the time, Bruce Davidson, Anna Paquin, and Ray Park. This had the third highest opening day at the time in the U.S. behind The Phantom Menace and Jurassic Park The Lost World. Overall, worldwide, it made $296.3 million on a $75 million budget. If you care, this has an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. Back to you, gentlemen. Good job, Brian. Great job, Brian. Oh, my, so many facts it and was figures. And beans. Pe pe beans, pe people's <laughs> names that were there. Uh, I do remember who directed this movie because of he's infamous now. At the time, he was fine, but now he's like, ew. Yeah. Yeah, he, 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 he who shall not be named. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, but he who should not be named did a pretty good job with this movie. You know, it's funny. I really did not like this movie when it came out. Because I was a big, I was really big into X-Men. They were one of, like, X-Men was, like, the, the first comic, like, I ever, like, would buy. Yeah, like, man. Go, be like, yes. I would keep up with X-Men. Yes. That's the one book. Yeah. Um, and that was like kind of my foray into Marvel. Yes. Because a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's Spider-Man. I'm like, I mean, I bought Spider-Man every once in a while, but sure. X-Men was the book that like got me into it. Well, this was 2000. The the, the X-Men cartoon had been on for a couple years at this point. And, and know, I mean, that was, that was the show. That's, yes. That, it, that was the successor to Batman the Animated Series as the, the cartoon show. in the afternoons 100%. for kids. And so that it, that led people to like that's led me into comics. Hundred percent. Well, that's why I got so excited when they were going to continue on with that cartoon because I was like, this cartoon is is the reason I like the Marvel universe, mm -hmm. like full stop. Because I started buying the books because of this, and then it was off to the races. What was your first X book? It was uh, 
the virus. Oh, the legacy virus? Yeah. With uh, when Cannonball uh, sacrificed himself to for the cure to Colossus. Colossus sacrificed himself. But for Cannonball it. was there. What was Cannonball doing? He was in. I can remember. I can literally remember the the phrase. Okay. The frame. Um, yeah. Uh, the whole legacy virus thing was like really. That was when I was like, I would buy comics every once in a while, but that one was like, I was paying attention. Clearly not enough to remember that it was Colossus instead of Cannonball. Mm-hmm. Cannonball was doing something. You know, he's booming around, flying. Here I just and remember there. him was like he was like all like, like in the med bay, like all like piped up. And sure. Like they were gonna, I can't remember. But yeah, that was like my first. That was when I was really paying attention, and that was just kind of it. When my asked my parents when I started collecting comic books was mid nineties, maybe slightly early nineties, and I asked for I started going to the comic book shop, my local comic book shop. And discovered that there was a current uh, maxi series going on, so mm-hmm. I asked for the entire run of the Executioner song, uh-huh. which is when uh, Strife showed up to yeah. Cable's evil twin, psychic oh, twin, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. They fought on the moon and all sorts of weird stuff. Uh-huh. Like I don't understand and basically anything that's going on, but these look awesome. These guys are fucking ripped. Some of them don't have feet. It's very weird. But like this is yeah. great, and I got uh, I think one or two. Uh, x-men one a jim lee's cover of oh, wow. X, the first x-men that 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 90s run of x-men yeah. with jim lee yo i read all the all of the x books until well, um in the 90s no one was doing it better no I they mean, really weren't real. they weren't well that's what's so funny about like the avengers and everything and i'm like because every time i'm like man i was like they're like oh you didn't really read avengers comics i was like no one did I was like, that was not... They were not that. That was not the book. Mm-mm. There was a reason that Sony didn't buy the Avengers from Marvel. There's a reason they bought Spider-Man and X-Men. Yeah. They like, were shopping. They were shopping all the characters around and nobody picked them up. Yeah. Um, oh, man. But I... I didn't really like this movie that much. But uh, after re-watching it mm-hmm. and really thinking really hard about how I would fix this movie... Mm-hmm. I have a lot more respect for this film than I did, and I did going in. Oh yeah, it's like the exact opposite of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that we just did because I right. was just like, oh, like oh, this was way worse than I remember. I was like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. In trying to get better, like in trying to like form this better, I was like, there is the X Men universe is too big for a movie franchise. Yes, it is. And like that, and it's a really troubling because all the places that I would try to jump in and be like, well, let's tweak this, let's tweak this. And I'm like, yeah, but what does that mean for, okay, but there's all these other people that that would affect in a way that doesn't work. Yep. This is a sticky wicket. The X-Men. And if you were to switch bad guys, they're all, they're all their bad guys are too big. Yeah. They're too big. It's like you can't do Mr. Sinister without it whole being a whole thing. That's what we found out with Age of Apocalypse. It was like you can't do Apocalypse in just one movie. You nope. Like no, you can't. Apocalypse is like Thanos level. Yeah. Like you can't just do that. Nope. You can't just introduce characters in this movie, have them become the arc the archangel. No, that is our character's name, but like oh the the uh, the four horsemen. Thank you. The horsemen of Apocalypse. You know, meet them and they become the four horsemen of the Apocalypse in the same movie because. There are no stakes there. Nobody no. cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, Sean. So yeah, it's this. It's it's such a big, vast universe in and of itself. In and of itself, it's like, where's your entry point into this? Yes. Well, because there's such other there, there's there's stories are so grand and sweeping. Yeah. How do you even start? So as much as I like didn't really love this movie when it first came out, it's mostly because they just don't really use their powers. In a no, way. they really don't. That's really that's really a director's problem because it was just like, I need I, I don't need to see Cyclops blow the roof off of Grand Central. I do want to see Cyclops straight waste some fools. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. I you know what I mean. Like yeah. I just need him to be like. <laughs> like I don't it was all environmental stuff in a way that I was just like no I it it's when Wolverine fridged the dude in um X2 oh. that was the moment where I was like oh okay yeah this is yeah you can't have Wolverine in this and not have him chop some guys to bits cuz his power is his power are metal claws yep. 
He's some someone is gonna have to get clawed. I understand. Like I understand that. Like, like we don't want to make it too violent. I'm like, then don't put the ma- don't put Knife Man <laughs> in yeah. the movie if you don't want anyone to get stabbed. Well, his power is a regeneration. Nah, his yeah, power no, is no, the no, power no, no, to no. stab. That is a lot. Yeah, that's like that is like saying like oh like Star Wars Jedi yeah with their Jedi mind tricks. No no no, the laser sword please. <laughs> yes. The laser sword. Here's how I think I'm gonna fix X Men. So Jay, fix it. All right. I, okay. My jumping off point for. For X Men One and how I'm, we're gonna tweak it. Okay. My biggest issue, yes, with X One, is that it is the first movie in a franchise, mm-hmm. and it is not an origin story by any means. You are, if anything, it, it's the origin of Magneto, and that's it. That's it. He's the only character that gets an origin. This movie jumps in media res, and this movie assumes that you know who all these people are. Which now, granted, we do. Yeah. Let's be real, we do. Um, but it is there's no we don't really get to know any of these characters. I'm I am going to morph in a, what worked from first class. Oh god, I thought you were gonna the, bring in morph for a second. No, like, you're no, gonna no, bring no, no, morph no, no, into no. this? <laughs> Hold on, an animated series original character? Ballsy, dude. Ballsy. Yeah, right? You're bringing in gold balls? Dude, <laughs> gold balls is the best. <laughs> Um, he's egg now. I know. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reading most, the Krotoa stuff. That I'm is the most you. specific reference. Um, like that's for like three people. If you're one of those three people, enjoy. I, I think a lot of people are reading the current <laughs> X Men. It's very dude. It's no, very I mean, it's good. Really good it's, I don't want to get too far into it. It's very good. Really read it. Um, I think we start. We start in a similar time frame to uh, first class. Okay. Um. I really, really love the idea that uh, Eric and Charles create the school, um, create the school for the with the both of them together. Yes, I like that they both see uh, they're both uh, in the '60s. They're activists for mutant rights. Sure, uh, they start this school, mm-hmm. and uh, I think honestly, this movie opens with Charles giving a speech to Congress. Oh, okay. So and similar to Gene being in the front of Congress testifying. And I think we can, this whole speech, I think we're playing the whole speech, but then we're cutting into flashbacks Ooh. of him starting the school, realizing, uh, like, we get how Charles discovered his powers. Like, like, hello, thank you for having me, Congress. I'm Charles Xavier. Here's here's when I discovered my powers as a mutant. Oh, okay. And we can you can, you can use that structure mm-hmm. to get us up to speed on Charles get us up to speed on uh, Eric mm-hmm. and get us up to speed with him starting the school. Yep. Um, and I think uh, he's very clearly like working with lobbyists and things like that. And uh, you see, basically we see that like they have kind of swayed Congress, but they're very clearly not, not totally on board. Sure, it's like a thin majority for whatever cause for mutant. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think like the they're what they're doing is working. Yes. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think we're we're getting we set up a situation where Charles starts working with lobbyists and certain like uh, this is getting like wildly too political. I'm realizing right now, but we'll go with it. Like uh, one of the uh, what's the word I'm thinking of. Like the count, they have like the small councils, the boards on in Congress, like, like committees, the, committees. Talk to like you know the Civil Rights Committee or whatever. Yes, uh, I see. Yeah, yeah. we we created this this committee for mm-hmm. you, um, and then working with smaller lobbying companies, one of them being uh, the the uh, f- uh, Friends from Humanity, um, that is like trying to trying to assimilate mutants into regular culture. Okay. Um, and then we finally see them starting the school and we see Charles and Eric, uh, Charles eventually builds Cerebro. Right. And then they start finding, uh, they start finding mutants. Yeah. Um, I think like they start with Gene. Oh, oh, so there's no, 
It's nobody. It's There's just nobody. Charles and Magneto at just the beginning. Charles and Magneto. Oh, and they've got to start finding people. Oh, so it's this. Oh, okay. I think Whoa. there's a way to do this through mo- through montage. Oh, but so this- like okay, I see what you're saying. So like, uh, when Charles goes to talk to Congress, like they, he's already assembled some students for the school, but we are flashing back to see. We are the flashing or- back of them. Yes, 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 Um, and then uh, we find out that like through finding the students and things like that, uh. A really important scene is that we see, like, Charles finding it, like, an adult with, like, a, an insane, maybe, like, marrow or something. Something with, like, a, sure. a power that's, mm-hmm. like, a, a little bit off the beaten path, a little weird, but they they don't want help, and they can't, like, they're, obviously they can't come to the school. Sure. Because they're oh, yeah. adults. Well, he's, he's too old. We can't treat him as a Jedi. He's, he's already set in his ways. 100%. Gotcha. And I think that's where, um... That's where we uh, start running into problems with Charles and Eric, because I, I think it gets to a point where um, Eric tries to use Cerebro, mm-hmm. um, because he's like, there are so many people that need our help out here, um, and if I can even have a glimpse into where some of these people are, I'm going to go help them. Obviously doesn't go well no charles enters i I think charles enters the cerebro space through in through eric's mind and that's where eric is like feels completely violated because charles had never been completely in his brain oh that's a because yeah oh that's that's where the helmet comes from uh and i then i think we see uh we see we see eric like get enough information to go start finding some like some people that maybe older people Older people, people who like like eighteen plus displaced people. Yeah, yeah, great. Okay, um, because he sees people being hurt and people being persecuted against. But like, what Charles is trying to set up doesn't really have a place for him. Sure, a place for those people. Because Charles is more focused on the kids and, and the, the future, and Eric is focused in the now. He was like, these people need our help now. Mm-hmm. And Charles, yeah, sorry, I didn't necessarily no, explain that. Uh, as well as I could. Charles is way too concerned with the future. He's collecting these, like, this group of X-Men. Um, and then I think uh, Eric's stuff starts a little bit more, it's a little bit more grassrootsy, like in uh, Rise of the Phoenix, or the the most recent Phoenix movie. The Dark Phoenix? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but I loved uh, the idea of Eric on that, like, kind of commune. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's trying to, like, help these people there. Um but uh, I, I think it comes down to that uh, the government attempts to raid. They raid it. Oh no! And I think they, I think they actually uh, collect. Uh, I think they actually capture Eric, and they find his helmet, and they're like, "What is this helmet for?" And like, he's like, "That's to keep Charles out. That's to, that's that's to fight Cerebro." And I think these government types and the friends of humanity, quote unquote, are what is Cerebro. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, that's that's how. Doesn't maybe it's not even Eric because I don't know if they could ever if they could even capture him because he's he's awesome. What are they gonna do? They, yeah, they what, are they, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Maybe yeah. it's like a second in command. It's like, oh, well, that's to fight Cerebro. What's Cerebro? That makes more sense. Yeah. Um, and I like the idea of all the while this is going on. Uh, and it's the one thing that I love about X Men that I don't think they've ever fully, like, leaned on. Is the school is really cool. It is the best thing. I want the X-Men in this movie to be the original X-Men. Yeah. I'm talking Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. I'm talking Iceman. Yep. I am talking Cyclops. Yep. I'm talking Beast. Mm-hmm. Angel. Yes, absolutely. And I need them to be teenagers. Yes. I need them to be teenagers. Mm-hmm. I need other mutants at this school. We can even get... There can even be a montage of Jean Grey you know, showing the, a young Jubilee the ropes of this school, even though she's nowhere near an original X-Men, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yes, 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 you yes. got to have Jubilee in there. Specifically, this movie is not, I repeat, not, and here's one thing you would never get past producers, and I'm aware if you're making the first X-Men movie, there is absolutely no, there are too many toy sales on the line. There's no Wolverine in this movie. Wolverine is not in this movie. Nope. He's not here. There's no place for him here. There's no place for him. Not here. yet. And I think we see Charles setting up the school, but also 
taking this original team and tr- and attempting to turn them into what we know as the X-Men. He says he's saying if we are going to if mutants are going to be seen favorably by this society, yep. we need to create a team to show them that we can use our powers to help them yes. and that they are going to need us. Yep. Like there may be some mutants that go bad or things like that, but we are like we need to show them that mutants and humans can coexist. Yep. We can be a force for good. We can be a force for good. And I think at the end of the day, what's going to end up happening is, is like the X-Men are going to, obviously Magneto's got his stuff going on and I think it's starting to escalate. There we go. X. Well, I mean, it's X-Men. I think that's what it was. Excalate. Um, And I like the idea of the X-Men going out and trying to like fight Magneto's situation, like whatever's going on. And them not being very good at it. And I like the idea of them there being some teenage romances here and there. Oh, sure. I like some. I would love to see some sequences. Hell, even the first time we see them in a fight, we realize it's the danger room. Yeah. Like. Yes. Yeah. yeah and it doesn't go well. No, it sh- and it shouldn't. Well, the, the first book, they lose. Like, yes. The X-Men lose against the Kurtoa, where they're currently living right now. And they need other X-Men, which is where Storm and Wolverine and I think Colossus yeah. and a couple others show up for the first time to save the original team. So they shouldn't be good at it. Yeah. Uh, and I like the, I just like, like the idea of there's a lot of dynamics you can do with all the different characters. I haven't necessarily thought out like everyone's personal arc. Oh, sure. But I think that maybe there's some X-Men on the team that like maybe realize that like, you know, I think Angel is the type that's just like, yeah, I don't, I shouldn't have to pick a side. Why do I have to, yeah. can I just exist? Is that okay? Like, you have Cyclops, who's like, who takes this entire thing way too seriously. He does. And he gets, and he gets some other people hurt through it, like, him being too rigid. There's a lot you can do. Uh, obviously, Jean's got her own issues. Um, but, uh. Are you teasing the Phoenix in this movie? No. Absolutely not. Okay. Phoenix's third movie, maybe, maybe. But I like the idea that the powers that be realizing that Charles has Cerebro Mm -hmm. and he can identify every mutant on the planet through Cerebro realize that they need to seize, they need to seize that technology. Uh Uh-huh. The government would want that. And it was very much like, it's very much like, it's very much a red tapey PC like, Oh, well, this will give us the ability to, like, make sure that, like, everyone... And then it's a gross misstep. And then I think uh, you you have, like, the finale of this movie. And I know this isn't it hasn't been as in-depth, but I have really been racking my brain over this. I think the final fight of this movie mm-hmm. is the X-Men teaming up with the Brotherhood, fighting against the powers that be, mm-hmm. to, say, to, to stop them from getting Cerebro. Oh, okay. And they all work together and they realize there's brotherhood and mutants, even though ideologically we're different. Um, but I think that like this group is a little bit more splinter cell. And so like when everything goes down, you know, the smoke clears and then you have like the actual quote unquote, you know, authorities show up. You have a moment where Charles has the ability to he basically like has Eric dead to rights. Sure. And could just turn him in. Mm-hmm. But he lets him go. He's just like, we'll figure this out later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the mute, but mutant, con- it's going to be basically we're setting up. It is mutants. Mutants are on the outside looking in. Yes. Regardless of what side they're on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, hi, we're the X-Men. We're going to show up and help you regardless of the fact that you don't totally trust us or like us. Yep. And the mutant and the brotherhood is like. We're trying to live separately, but you won't let us. So we will fight. We're trying you. to w- yes, we're trying to live peacefully with you. But if you come after us, we're going to fight back because yeah. we can. How dare you? We're not. Yes. We have not harmed you. You are attacking us. We are going to defend ourselves. But I, yeah, I just need. I need like a. I need a an X Men field trip, high at a high school field trip to like a camping trip over the weekend, and all them sitting around the fire like talking about how they got their powers. Oh sure, talking yeah. Talking yeah. about like. Shit, like trauma bonding. Yeah. Like I need that. I need the origin. Cause that's the thing that about first, first class is like actually a good movie. It's just all the mutants in it are bad. They just got all the bad ones. <laughs> Darwin shouldn't have been able to no! be killed. Y- no! You can't kill Darwin. You that's, can't kill Darwin. That's kind of the reason why his powers exist. Cause you can't 
kill him. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. The only thing about the like the only thing about those movies that totally work are Charles and Eric. Yeah. The, they completely work. Yeah. And also Banshee was pretty cool. Yeah, he was yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah. The, yeah, that's woof. So that's that's how I'm thinking I'm gonna fix X Men. So you had the, the uh Friends of Humanity kind of be like the, the social pressure against them. Kind of leading the charge a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I don't think we need to leave too heavy into what what they actually are like in the comics. I think it's more of just like a, it's more of a, they are more an example of government overreach. Sure. And like, they're all buddy-buddy until they're like, what oh, can, wait a second. Wait a minute. What can, well, you can do what? Mm-hmm. Oh, that ain't, you, you didn't tell us about that. Wait a, yeah, wait a second. Yeah. This would make our job so much easier. Yeah. Because I think it's all just about registration. I don't think it's about... I don't even think it's about really, like, persecution to be said. It's just, like, it's... it's. And Eric makes this point over and over again. He's like, you have to stop the first step. Because if you don't stop the first step, then the second step comes. And it's a little third, easier, and it's a little it's easier, easier. And then the hard, easier. Hard, easier for them, harder for us. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of where, where I've been... So a much lower key, lower smaller, key. Th- smaller T threat. Then and here's the thing: what the movie had. I know in the time frame that this movie came out, what Hollywood looked like. Oh sure. What a comic book movie! What expectations were set upon it? This, it this the movie will never scale. I'm character driven movie that's probably two up two plus hours. There's no way. Yeah. Yes. But also, I want to see some mutant. I like. I, man, if you set up a character with laser eyes, I need to see him blast somebody. Oh, somebody. 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 Not, not, not the roof. Nope. Not roof. Somebody. Not a target dummy. I need. I need to not see. Not yet. Not clay pigeons. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I need. I need a saber tooth to take one right in. Right in the solar plexus. Oh, we need. To, we need to see it. <laughs> yeah. What? Actually, like not just a, a clever cut that says like, oh, denotes force from one side of the screen. See the beam impact and push them hard. Yeah. Uh huh. Through something. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that didn't really happen in the movie. Yeah. That happened in the movie. But, uh, Adam, how would you fix X-Men? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Whereas you had a problem, uh, you know, kind of like coming up with like, wait, how do I fix this movie? Uh-huh. I had no problem. Oh, okay. Whoa. I had, I had okay. no problem. I, from, from the first, second scene, the first scene of this movie is fantastic mm-hmm. with Eric and, and during the Holocaust. Yeah. Like that is... Both versions of the of the franchise had it. First class had it, and and this movie yeah. had it as well. Very, I mean, that's the perfect place to start the X Men story, well, it, and it, because it also, and that's what makes Magneto one of the better comic book bad guys of all time, is because you understand him uh, immediately. You know where he's coming from. It's mm-hmm. his in his worldview is justified, absolutely justified. Which is also small side note. This is the problem with Magneto, because now it is. 2022, uh-huh. we are 80 years away from the Holocaust. Yeah. So, like, Magneto is a very that? relevant character, and, and the Holocaust is still very relevant, yeah. but, like, it's hard to have a very relevant character's origin story have him as a 10-year-old boy during something that happened 80 years ago. Straight up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to retcon this right now. Oh. He controls metal. There's metal in your blood. He just ages slower. Done. Ta-da. Great! Great! Ta-da! Perfect! Ta-da! Just, I just need something. Yeah, just, just need something. <laughs> He's biologically immortal, Magneto. There you go. Yep. Great. Like a lobster. Like a like a lobster. Yep. <laughs> sure. He's got part. They lobster still powers. got a red exoskeleton. <laughs> Come on. There you go. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah, go. yeah. Great. Fantastic. Fixed. Okay. <laughs> so, starts the same way. Eric during the Holocaust. He bends the defense. It's like, what the heck's going on? Yeah. Perfect. And then again, we start the same way. Now we're we're in DC. And Gene's talking to Congress at the at the uh, at the committee. Yeah, same basic intro, right? Same, even mostly the same scene and mostly the same dialogue um, from Senator Kelly, who's like, well, "I think we should need the registration." And you know, rah 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 rah. Maybe we get a little bit more interaction with some other senators. Maybe like one who's like, "Wait a second, I think that might be overstepping our bounds." It's like, "No, they're they could be a menace. We gotta you know be safe." Blah, blah, blah. You know, there, there's some dialogue in the scene between other members of Congress. Yeah. And then we go back up to, to Charles and, and uh, Eric on the catwalk or, you know, walking away from the thing. And here's where the first change uh, happens. It, it's in that scene. Because in the movie, uh, Eric just says, We're gonna, I'm going to stop them. This is, you know, I, I, this is 
Charles, you, you knew this was happening. We're going to stop it. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm going to stop it. Man, I forgot how much just in media res this movie just starts. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, here, yep, it's just another day here at, at the X-Men school. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, here, and here's the other thing. Um, I forgot to add this part. Uh, I wrote, I dude, I wrote like a whole, like a whole, oh, I, I realized, it. oh my God, I've written paragraphs on how to fix, uh, while I was, oh my God. while I was watching the movie, I was writing, oh I was God. writing a new version of the movie. Um, so while Gene's talking, we are going to, oh no, actually it goes from the Holocaust to, uh, footage of like Rogue, just like Rogue scene, which is fine. Oh, ro- so you're, keep, you're keeping Rogue. I'm not, but just Rogue oh, scene, okay. just Rogue scene. Uh, and then we cut to uh, security camera footage of some, a couple people playing poker and then. Maybe we hear foot, you know, we can hear it over guests. And someone's like, oh, you're cheating. He's like, Mona me. No, I'm not. And then he's like, he pulls a gun and then you just see the cards light up and then explosions cut to something else. Maybe like a kid in high school in a science class and all of a sudden he like does something with his hands and fires. Oh, so this starts. is at the, this is at the speed. This yes. is at like a. This is during, this is. I see. This is during like. And pe- so, so you're showing how mutants are actually kind of are. Around. Like, how it's around, but it's also like. Maybe there's some... Maybe there's something here. But, like, we see other mutants existing. We can see their powers. He's like, oh, that's Gambit. Oh, that's Rogue. Oh, that's Pyro. We can just see them yeah. being around. And they're like, see, there, there could be a menace. And Gene could be like, well, you know, we need a place. You know, the same basic. Then the, the scene plays out, what have you, right? Okay. So then Eric and Charles go talk on the catwalk. And Eric just walks off and is like, I'm going to stop them. And that's the wrong note. I'm, that's where my first change is for really is it's going to be more like first class. Oh yeah. All you need to do is change the dialogue to Eric saying, Charles, it's what we feared. It's happening again. I can't let that happen again. Yes. Oh, I just got goosebumps. You saying that because then the whole, the whole tone of the movie changes. Yeah. Because Magneto's no longer just a bad guy. He's like, no, like, of course, after what we've yeah, seen, man. his origin is like, he, he knows what's about well, to that's, happen. That's what makes the best bad guys is like the ones where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would fight to the death for that too. Yeah. Like ideologically speaking. Yeah. I get, yeah. So Eric, it's like, I'm not, just makes a reference to the Holocaust. And it's like, I'm not going to let this happen again. Yeah. And Charles is like saying like, no, we can, we can fix this. They, they, there's, they're still good in them. Like we can, we have, we, we're not like, there yet. We've never, we're not there yet, but we also have all of the tools to get there. If you just like, let, let us do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then after, so after Eric walks away, the committee meeting ends. And as the committee meeting ends, we see an aide for Senator Kelly come up and whisper something in his ear. And we, the audience over here, uh, Project Sentinel's ready for your approval, sir. Oh, yeah. And then just, he's like, and then they, they scuttle out of the room. Okay. So then we follow Kelly to an undisclosed area, maybe at the Pentagon, maybe somewhere else or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, crap. Those are, they're talking about Sentinels. Yeah. Oh, oh, because like this registration was just this first small step. We have a secret black box thing. Yeah. Because like, because we know real. people, not everyone registered. So registration is like already happening. No, no, they're talking about it. I see. But Senator Kelly is just getting ahead of the this, this situation. As movie, as, as senators do in movies, you know, they have lots of power and get ahead of things and yeah. somehow, you know, make secret organizations inside the military. We're just going to go with the trope. Um, but they are working on sentinels, which is, let's be honest. The movies never gave us proper Sentinels. No. Not even Days of Future Past. They re- and they did not give us proper They really thought Sentinels. that through. And they really thought they were giving us something. They cool. really thought they were, and they didn't. And it just didn't work. It didn't work. The 60s versions of them were stupid. It did not work. The cool future ones were too OP. We did not get a proper sentinel fight in any of the x-men films yeah. it's the one like we got apocalypse we got two dark phoenixes we got Meg- like you <laughs> the thing the x-men fight the most famous bad guy not magneto are the sentinels yes how because like, they're street level too and they are a lower level threat which could build obviously to like yeah, nimrod it, and stuff but yeah, like yeah, this yeah, is yeah, just yeah, a yeah. lower level threat and they even teased us in that danger room scene than what was in three or two, when uh, Colossus chucks uh, Wolverine oh, yeah. up, and, but it's like in the danger room, but it's like he throws him up to the sky and it's all foggy, and then the sentinel head rolls to the ground. Like, nah, man, you didn't show us him cutting off a sentinel head. Are you? 
It's already what a robot. Are you, what are you? It's already a what robot. What are you doing? We're following what? Samurai Jack rules. You're allowed to slice up robots. <laughs> so this movie is about Sentinels. This movie, I'm giving, I'm just giving you the goods. This movie's about Sentinels. Yeah. So and because you can also see everyone using their powers. You can see everyone using their powers. Yeah. And that makes it's it's a lower level threat because the Magneto's plot in this movie is too clever by half. Yes. Oh yeah. It's it's like oh if I make world leaders mutants then maybe they'll see us differently. You know what? That's a right. Sure. Sure. That's a writer's room smart idea. That's, yeah. But that does not translate well to good action. Yeah. Because like the X Men. The X-Men need to fight against injustice and bigotry. Yeah. And the movie that we got, they're just fighting Magneto. Well, they also... They also could have shown us... I actually, like, hate what happened to the senator in that. Oh, yeah. Because he just, like, turned to goo. He just turned to goo, and then turned to water, and never learned a lesson. It would have been a lot more compelling if, like, he had sprouted wings or something. And was, like, fine, but was a mutant now. And there could be a point, like, because it almost, it's, it, like, weakens Magneto's point, because it's like, he's gonna kill all these people. Like, where it would be like, it, it would be much stronger of a point where he'd be like, they'll all just be mutants like us. What's the problem? Mm-hmm. What's the problem? Well, the senator never learned, like, what, no. it's, what it's like to be a mutant. Like, if no. he did not die, and we actually saw him being chastised and driven out from the beach... As a, a naked new yeah. goo person. And like, showing back up to Magneto's Island being like... But maybe you were right. Maybe you were right. Or just... Or maybe he's fine. He becomes a mutant, has some, some abilities or whatever it is, right? That's that's hideable. Yeah. But, like, is shunned by people who don't, like, follow politics. No, no, like, he, like, learns the mutant lesson. Like, oh, my God, people really hate us. Oh, this is what it feels like? Maybe I should change my tune. There's no lesson learned with him. No. Because it's not even... There's no journey. He's just gone. He's just gone. Yeah. Sploosh. Yeah. It CG wise, pretty cool. Yeah, see, it did great. But but it's storyline. Like, remember, the movie is only ninety minutes long. Yeah, it's not long. It's ninety minutes. Yeah, it clips. But that's the thing. X Men has always been so ideologically strong mm-hmm. that I don't think this movie is ideologically strong. It's not. Like, there's no. You're the whole point of Magneto is that you're supposed to kind of get him. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. No, I, like, it's quite all right. No, it's a, it's a good tangent. So, uh, Senator Kelly, oh, Sentinels, blah, 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 blah. Okay, great. This is look. This looks great. The prototype's good. You know what? It's time we send the prototype off on a, on a, on a test mission. Um, let's see. Uh, ooh, that girl that did something, uh, you know, Anne Marie, whatever Rogue's actual name is. Oh, By the yeah. way, Rogue does not refer to herself as Rogue. That's bullshit. She refers to herself as her first name. I'm Marie. Great. Uh, yeah, her. Boop. Sentinel flies off to go take out Rogue. Follow Rogue. She's back in Canada. The Maybe same that's thing how she gets her name Rogue because it's like Rogue Mutant. Sure. That's pretty that's good. That's pretty good. I like that. Because like, yeah, I think like the Sentinel oh. continues to call her Rogue Mutant. Yep. Oh, where is she? Oh, she's not where she's not in Louisiana. Oh, she's gone Rogue. That's pretty good. She's like the first mutant to ever get assaulted by a Sentinel. And so they just she just adopts the Sentinel code name. Uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty I good. Like that. So, she, same thing. She shows up in Canada. She bumps into Wolverine. The Sentinel's just there to wreck shop and test itself by capturing slash killing Rogue. And Wolverine shows up. That wasn't part of the parameters. We weren't counting on him. But but they also know who Wolverine is because of Weapon X. They're yes, like yes, they do. They're like, why is Codename Wolverine uh, uh, in the in the vicinity? We wouldn't have sent the Sentinel there. Oh, and then cut to the the camera footage. <laughs> So the X-Men show up. Same thing in the movie, right? I'm, I'm keeping a lot of things in the same movie. Just changing yeah, the context Yeah, that makes stuff. sense. So uh, Cyclops and, and Storm show up. They help beat the crap out of the Sentinel. Yeah. So the Sentinel fails. Yeah. And so they take part of the Sentinel back with them, with Wolverine and Rogue. Rogue is now gone from the movie. That's all Rogue's in the movie. Okay. She was just there to get... That's enough, because she's not it. interesting she's until not, Mrs. Marvel enters the picture. It's it. She's done. She doesn't serve any other purpose. She's, she goes to the high school. Yep. Welcome. She's, yep. Welcome to the high school. You're a sophomore. Ha ha. Welcome to the school. We can help yeah. you out with your powers and issues. That is it. Now we are focused on the Sentinel. And that's when we'll, and Magneto then learns about the program through, you know, like uh, Sabretooth or something. Also, you know, because he was there in the scene or whatever. Sabretooth saw the attack. And yeah. now he's like, hey, boss. Um, because a he giant, was hunting Wolverine. A giant yeah. robot showed up, and I think we have some problems. Magneto then learns about Project Sentinel. And now public sentiment is 
they're trying to, we see more of the public sentiment turning against mutants. Like, Senator Kelly is trying to ratchet yeah. up. And it's a, working. It is working because, like, he's showing all of these scenes from, like, you know, like, you know Rogue and Gambit and the Pyro. And maybe we can see some other mutants. Like Jubilee could, like, accidentally yeah. spark. Just, we see other instances of mutants being portrayed in a bad light. And we see public sentiment going against them. Which means that Charles, like, realizes we have two things on our plate right now. Yeah. The government is setting out, they're starting some type of weird robot uh, assassin program against us uh-huh. and public sentiments against us. We need to co- figure out a way to do a charm offensive to show that we can be a good part of society. So now he sends the X-Men out to try to help people. Like maybe there's a press conference. Sure. Yeah. And Magneto is out there training, but like Charles, I told you now I really have the proof. And Charles tries to come to uh, Magneto tries to come to the school to get that evidence of the robot uh, to okay. prove like, I uh, yeah. see robots they're trying to kill us we have carte blanche now you are trying the, the u.s government is trying to kill mutants yeah, this is a declaration of war yep it's we, it's all it's all fair now we can we're defending ourselves so i think the x-men and the uh, brotherhood are now on parallel paths trying to solve the same problem yeah and in, at a certain point like sentinels will start coming out a little bit more okay so then basically the whole second act is magneto and the Brotherhood versus the X-Men mm-hmm. uh, trying to find out what's actually going on with this Project Sentinel. Yeah. And, the, you know, Brotherhood going about it through harsh means, the X-Men trying, you know, a charm offensive, talking to contacts, whatever, try, and trying to help mutants, like using Cerebro to go around and to protect people. Yeah. Whereas Magneto's just trying to, like, Mystique goes in and, like, probably, you know, uh, clandestinely figures out where the base is and stuff like that. Yeah. And it all comes to a head at the end of act two when act like the Sentinels are finally, and this takes, this movie takes place over like weeks or months. Like it's a whole, like there's, we have like a whole, maybe a whole summer of Sentinels or something like that. Right. Of saving mutants and maybe losing some mutants as well. Yeah. Where eventually the brotherhood and the X-Men show up at the same time to protect slash, you know, save mutants from Sentinels at this, which at this point, the Sentinels have gotten really good. Yeah. And people, die we might maybe we lose someone on the brotherhood the x-men definitely get their butts kicked and i think a couple of humans die as well just in just just in the battle yep because the sentinels are like are just trying to eliminate the the target and i think other people get caught in the crossfire uh, uh, innocent humans get caught in the crossfire maybe parents of somebody it becomes real it like, becomes very real yeah because now that now, now humans are at risk but the press spins it as or Kelly spins it as mutants are a menace and like it, it's almost like registration's about to happen. Like we are a day away from the you know from the uh, the Congress, uh, the House passing it, kicking it to the Senate. So like it's uh-huh. about to happen. Now that the X Men have like they put all the pieces together, like maybe the attack gave them that one last little piece of information. And Mystique knew something about Beast figures out something where they are, yeah. where this base is, and Magneto's going to attack. And like, well, he's going to go murder everybody at this base. And yeah. you kind of understand his point of like a young mutant just died in front of both teams yeah. and the press. Like these, these robots got to go. Yes. And uh-huh. if any any human working on them is also fair game. Yeah. So the Brotherhood's going to go kill everybody. Charles sends the X-Men to try to save as many lives as possible to bring this to a peaceful conclusion. And they butt heads at this base. And the Sentinels are awesome. And they're, everyone's fighting like each other. And then realize, okay, we are being overwhelmed. And by the way, like, and Charles is there. But everyone's in the field. So Charles and Mystique, I think, go meet up. Because like everyone's kind of got the same goal. And they're like, and like Charles and Magneto, of course, have already... Could be having it during the fight or maybe a little bit in act two. Just like, hey, we need to talk about philosophies right now. And like what the outcome is if each, you know, if each one of us wins. And like have yeah. that philosophical debate. Like that happens in like the Dark Knight. Like that's one of the best reasons why the Dark Knight's so good. Like people are having philosophical discussions uh-huh. about the nature of justice and vengeance and anarchy. Like it's yes. really good. And Charles and Eric have that either during the fight or right before the fight. I straight up love the idea of them having it during the fight. I like the idea of chaos, like sentinels and all these different mutants just fighting all around them. But like, it's just Magneto just hovering above the battlefield and a projected Charles Mm -hmm. just in the middle of all of this chaos, just having the real conversation. That's good. Again, goosebumps. 
That's really good. So since Charles not a combatant, let's say he's talking to Magneto wise, why all the grunts, you know, Cyclops and Gene and Beast and Angel and Iceman. Maybe he's depending on maybe we have the original team or whatever. And Wolverine. Well, sure, Wolverine. And he's, everyone's just fighting all the it's it's awesome. It's a it's a it's a modern day Marvel movie yeah. third act of fighting cool robots. And uh-huh. it's really awesome. Charles and Mystique find the information they need. Somehow, like, oh, Senator Kelly, like, this whole thing's a black book. Like, this is, there's incriminating evidence that they find at the base. And maybe they also find Senator Kelly. Um, Yeah. But they find the thing they need to bring this to a resolution that does not uh, have everyone kill each other. Yeah. The last Sentinel's destroyed. It's amazing. Charles and Magneto, you know, and Kelly can also kind of just, like, have that last little, like, speech talk with each other you know but oh, you're gonna kill us all we're just doing how can we have to protect ourselves from you guys this yeah. is you're a menace but like charles like tries to get through to him and has you know make some really good points and magneto's like you attacked us you sent that thing after two mutants and a, a young boy died last night because of you know because of this, and we blood have done on, this. Blood is on your, your hands. hands. We didn't ask for this. So like, and he didn't even bring up the Holocaust. Like this, I I lived through this. You know my story. I'm never going to let this happen again. And then like they can kind of Kelly could possibly learn a small kernel of a lesson. Yeah. And then everyone goes their separate ways. Xavier brings the stuff that they found to the press. Public sentiment calms down a little bit as it comes to light that you know through a good charm offensive or the or good press spin, the X-Men are actually here to help people. Maybe this is where the press conference comes up. Like, yeah. hi, my name is Charles Xavier. You may have heard of that. I have this, actually, I'm a mutant, and I, I have a team here of uh, young uh, mutants who this are here to help. These are my beautiful boys and girls. To help. Do a dance for them, boys and girls. <laughs> to help humanity. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, like, every, the day is saved, barely. There are definitely losses. But Magneto is not the bad guy. No. You see his point. Yes. He's right on the line and could go either way depending on the situation. So registration is does not pass. The day is, for the moment, saved. Some more kids show up at the school. Okay, we survived our first real public trial. The X-Men are a thing now. We're a public-facing group. Uh, Magneto's like, I'm just, I'm watching. Yep. You guys step out of line, I'm going to defend mut- mutanthood. Yeah. Credits, cool-ass 90s music plays. Hooray, everything is awesome credit stuff oh i built in extra credit scenes oh no no it's great <laughs> no i'm just wondering where you're going now we've we go back to where the the military base is triceratons <laughs> you try <triceratons. laughs> yes <laughs> um back to the base we see people cleaning about the base and they're just talking about man there's all these mutants came here and like all these robots sweeping up all these robot parts and we just it's a one long one shot like from aerial view like a drone shot you know, transfers into some cg stuff we just go through the base we're seeing people clean up. We're seeing people like, look, you know, look at all these. We're like, well, there's cool robots. Blah, blah. We just we'll snake down through like an elevator, elevator tunnel. Just, just keep going down to the sub basements of this thing. Right, where are you, where are you going through, with this counselor? And all of a sudden it's just, a, we ended up in just a black screen. And then after a pregnant pause, two red lights pop up top third of the screen. And then some lights flicker on. And, and then you hear a robotic voice go, Master Mold Online. Okay. Master Mold? Uh-huh. Okay. The rest of the credits roll. Oh, yeah. To, to black. Fade up on. One of the senators from the opening scene that Kelly was arguing with Gene, uh-huh. one of the senators that was actually pro-mutants, uh, we see her probably, um, you know, they're talking to her aides. And, like, about the outcome of what happened and, like, oh, the X-Men, that's, that's, you know, that's probably a good thing. They, like, mutants should be putting a, a, a good public face forward, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I, I know what, I can hear the argument already from the other side being that they're answerable to no one. They just, they're, they're rogue agents. They could do whatever they want. There's no, we have no way of stopping them from doing what they need. Maybe, maybe the government needs some type of, I don't know a force or maybe a group of people that could step up in times of emergency to like to help out maybe like well, x-men what if like some type of x-force <laughs> boom <laughs> boom <laughs> done dude, dude. i totally was <laughs> you totally 
But I was Master Mold and X Force was not where I thought you were gonna go. Because Master Mold will come out like movies later. That, yeah. that is, that's a tease for later. What did Master Mold even do? I can't even remember. He's like a super sentinel robot that like makes a bunch that's of robots right. that he will like. Well, these all I didn't was work. I Master Mold with Onslaught. Oh, on, isn't Onslaught the uh, psychic projection of all the evil in Magneto and Charles's yeah, brain? It's like a it's whole. So, it's so, so bad. It's so weird. It's Man. a weird thing. When when X Men goes right, there's nothing better. Mm-hmm. When it goes bad, it's the worst. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like there's no. What are we? What? Who? How? There is what? no middle ground with X Men. It's either the best comic you've ever read, or like, oh, Zorn was just Magnet. How does that? <laughs> Excuse me? Strife is I, an evil projection I committed, of Cable's twin. Wait, I what? committed oh, two years to this to Astonishing X, <laughs> and that's how you're going to do? Man, <laughs> screw you guys. <laughs> screw you guys so hard. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, yeah, you definitely won. I think we fixed it. I, I think, think either way, it. we fixed it. I, but, I, you know, and I think that's, our dear listener, I think that's what you can take away from this, is that... The, I think we all need to give the X... When an X-Men movie goes well, I think we need to give them a little extra credit. Yep. Because it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's a lot to There's encompass. There's too many characters. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Like, yeah. And everyone has their favorites. Like, where's Gambit? We, we want Gambit. It's like, okay, well, he's in X-Men Origins. That sucked. Boo. I'm also, Boo. I'm a, I'm also of, the, of the distinct mind... I, I'm, I'm of the mindset that uh, the cartoon... Gambit is the best one yep. and will never do it better. Nope. And it'll never live up to because I th- I think personally Gambit is as about as fleshed out as it could possibly be in the cartoon. There's not a lot to him. He's not really that compelling. He just has an accent. Yeah. He's and got a really cool power. And gumption. He's got gumption. Does he have gumption? He can gumption? fly a spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, not, not a lot going on. But just saying. Well, how would you guys fix this movie? Let yeah. us know on Twitter. Yeah, at Pviewed on Twitter, at Pviewed on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Let us know in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Uh, that we, we put this out on all the different platforms. We can even beam it into your mind. You don't you're even through Cerebro. Know. That's where all the uh, Patreon money has been going. Oh, a psychic yeah. helmet to yeah. beam everything, much much like the Riddler uh, did with his little uh, boober thing in Batman Forever. That is, that's the technology. Cerebro, out of our reach, but that little... Maboober thing the Riddler did. <laughs> the Maboober it, the thing. The Maboober thing. Da, da, boop, da, 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 boop. <laughs> oh. We get it. <laughs> no, Jay. I'm going to act out more of the Maboober that only to... our YouTube audience gets. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you guys for being a part of the amazing uh, uh, previewed Peaches community. You guys uh, hold us down in the most amazing way. If you're not part on the Discord yet, go to discord.gg slash previewed or click the link below if you're watching on YouTube. We'd love to have you join that community. It's growing every day and it's... It's got the best folks on it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Next time, next time we'll, we will be fixing, insert nerd movie here, something. This is a banked episode, so we don't totally know. Uh, and if you're no watching idea. this like a year later, maybe, who knows? I don't know when this is going to come out. Who knows? But we'll figure it out. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Next week. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. <sighs> Bye, guys. Bye. There we go. Look at that. What time? Uh, we're recording right now. Yeah. We are recording right now. We got the boop boop boop. Great. Boop boop. boop. All right. Okay. Yeah, burp it up, baby. Mm. For that All right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. 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 <laughs>